This is the Carl Miller Show, where we talk about all things real estate, financial investments, and getting into a home you love. With over 15 years of experience, this is your host, Carl Miller. In this show, we will discuss what you need to know about preparing to list your home. And in the second segment, okay, so your house is now live. What's next? You're listening to The Carl Miller Show. I'm your host, the principal broker of Carl Miller Realty. We're located at 7700 Timberlake Road here in Lynchburg, and we are your caring, competent, trusted advisors for real estate sales and service. Yancey is Campbell's in the studio with us, my co-host, Take it away, Yancey. Special thanks to our sponsor this month, Right Angle Productions. Did you know that 82% of global internet traffic in 2022 came from video? Because it's such a popular and powerful medium, video is often the best means of sharing your message with the marketplace. Right Angle Productions is a local video production company known for their luxury wedding films. Joey Rauscher formed his business believing in the power of storytelling, with services also offered for small businesses, real estate professionals, and more. Whether you need a compelling ad, engaging social media content, or a corporate video, they will partner with you to create an impactful promotional content tailored to your target audience. You can find them online at Right Angle Productions. Dot biz or on social media at Right Angle Production Social. It's time for a new featured listing from Carl Miller Realty. Well, this weekend we actually have three open houses from three new listings this week, so they're all happening today, Saturday, July 1st. So the first one is in two hours from now, from 12 to 2. It's located at 8108 Timberlake Road. It's unit number 100. This is an end-unit townhome in the Golden Pond subdivision, right near the wooden chair business. It's a two-bedroom, 1.5 bathroom, completely renovated, move-in ready townhouse. Priced at $124.9, Chris Ferraldi will be hosting this open. Don't miss out on this new investor-friendly or first-time homebuyer price point. New two-zone HVAC systems, new floors, new paint, and there's even a brand new range. The second open house, also happening from 12 to 2, is right off Timberlake Road in the Richland Hills community. It's a large brick ranch with four bedrooms and three full bathrooms, a two-car garage, hardwood floors, renovated living area, newer windows, and a mostly finished basement. It's priced to sell today at just $280,000. Offers over 2,250 finished square feet, has two fireplaces, a sunroom, a patio, and it's on a cul-de-sac street. This house, located at 7117 Morton Drive, is open from 12 to 2 today, and Zena King is hosting that one. And the third open house today is in Forest. It's bordering the Ivy Hill Golf Course. This is a renovated, beautiful townhome. It's located at 248 Shaker Lane, 248 Shaker Lane. Has a great space with two-car garage, a renovated kitchen, bathroom, and updated living area flooring with a beautiful entrance from the living area and the main level master bedroom to the deck. It's overlooking the golf course in the distant mountains. You're going to love this home. It's an end unit in the cul-de-sac. There's two more bedrooms upstairs. Kathy Bowman Ladd is hosting this home open from 2 to 4 today. Again, Saturday, July 1st. This 2,300-square-foot house is priced at just three seventeen nine. Don't overlook the beauty and stop by today or schedule your appointment today. Wow. So to recap, we've got 8101 Timberlake Road, Unit 100. That's open from 12 to 2 today 
for 125. Is yep. that correct? 125,000. Sure. We've got 7117 Morton Drive in Richland Hills, which is right off of Timberlake as well. That's with 2250 square feet and a garage, and that's listed at just 280,000. That's also open from 12 to 2. Mm-hmm. And then we have 248 Shaker Lane. That's an end unit townhome in Forest with 2300 square feet listed at 317.9, open from 2 to 4 today. You got it, Yancy. That was a lot mouthful. Of open houses. This Woo. week has been really it's busy been at the Carl Miller Realty Office. We, yeah. we actually listed seven new properties this yeah. week, and these are three of the seven. And there's just some really, really good listings available mm-hmm. this week. It's Absolutely. Kind of fun. Well, if you guys have any questions about those listings or anything else regarding our brokerage, or if you just want to learn more about Carl Miller Realty, you can find us on social media at Carl Miller Realty. And our website is carlmillerrealty.com. That's it. You got it. Well, we wanted to do a fun little two-part series today in this episode of The Carl Miller Show because we've been talking a lot about buyers recently and Mm -hmm. how to prepare for buying your first home or buying your second home or investment property. But we want to focus in on sellers today. And we love to just recap this every few months because... You know, there might be some fresh ears that have never heard these things, but we're going to talk today in the first segment about prepping your home to sell. And then in the second segment, once it's gone live on the market, what to expect. Right. Because the market dynamics are always changing and we've been in a very speedy market. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. just kind of important to catch up to what the market realities are yeah. as of right now. Something really cool I read this week while I was researching uh, the radio topic was someone that is a realtor in Michigan recommended look up your home address on Google before listing it. Look oh, it up and just see what the first 10 things are that pop up. Huh. Are they different websites with really, really old photos? Because you can actually, and a lot of people don't know this, but this is from a marketing perspective, you sure. can actually change what pops up when you type something in. So if you don't like that, you basically go to the website and you don't report it because it's not content you're trying to report, but Mm -hmm. you basically can just make that algorithm not pop up and be one of the first things. So look that up before you list your home, you know, just in case it's bad photos and you've redone the entire house. Can you you take an individual address and change out the photos? I wonder, you know how Google has the street view? Is that possible? I it depends wonder. on when that little Google know, Maps car has come around that's and good taken point. photos. I know, I know, you know businesses you can do that. Yes, but I don't yeah. know about residential. Yeah, because like our business, when we renovated sure. the office and stuff, we changed those. But yeah, that's a good that's question, really Carl. As well, far as residential, I never thought about that, but I do know that you know. I just know this: when you do go live with your house, people do Google it and. You know, they go to that website browser and pop it up. One of the first things I do when yeah, I'm looking up a listing. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. thanks for that. That's, that's a great tip, Yancy. Another thing uh, before you list your home, there is such thing as pre-listing inspections. We don't see these too often just because of the fast pace um, speed of the market right now, Carl. Mm-hmm. But you can do a pre-listing inspection. And, and a recent survey says that a 1,000 people who bought a home revealed that 88% of buyers ordered home inspections before closing. Sure. And 83% of mortgage lenders even required it. And, and that's pretty common. Yeah. So a lot of buyers do those. And uh, so you can kind of head off any issues just for yourself. You'll know kind of what will come up on that report. It gives you a chance to fix any items mm-hmm. that might come up as a seller. And uh, if you have time to do this, it's not it's not a bad idea. Also, another point to that is, yes, you can have time to fix those or you can already know, you know, those material facts to list if you don't want to fix them. But that way, that buyer who's coming to view the house already knows certain things that have been brought up. Right. And if the seller leaves that report sitting out when a buyer comes through and says, 
says, okay, this, these issues have mm-hmm. all been addressed. You know, kind of mm-hmm. go to the summary page, this, this, and this is done. Here's the receipts. It can make a peace of mind thing. And we, we've actually seen a few times recently where uh, that the seller has done that and the buyer said, well, we're not even going to worry about inspection. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of trusting the seller. Honesty, it's not something that yeah. we would that I would necessarily advise as a buyer's agent. I feel like you should have your own inspection. But still, just it, it does create a peace of mind, especially in a multiple offer situation. And it creates a trust. Oh, wow, the seller really is serious about mm-hmm. making sure, especially since that's not the culture here in South Central Virginia. Absolutely. Well, another thing, and we've talked about this multiple times on the show, but Hiring a professional photographer when you're listing your home. Mm-hmm. Carl, expound on that a little bit. Well, you know, it's so important. You know, first impressions are everything, and and the today's first impressions are the screen, the pictures we see on our screens. You know, the laptop, the the cell phone. Those pictures are what the first impression is for buyers today. Mm-hmm. And so for me, you know, whether it's an eighty thousand dollar house or an eight hundred thousand dollar house, I, I like to have professional photos. I like the light to be right. I like to be able to see through, you know, versus blurriness, shadows. Um, Taken in the daytime versus and, night. You know, re- reflections and mirrors, all that stuff. We just want to make our home look professional. And so buyers want to see themselves living there. I, I just can't speak enough about how it's so critical that professional photographs are posted online. So we've talked about professional photos and curb appeal many times on the show, but mm-hmm. a couple other things that we haven't really noted before are small details. Mm-hmm. So, and, and this sounds silly, what I'm about to say, but mm-hmm. especially from a woman's aesthetic perspective, yeah. small things like a bowl of bright fruit on the kitchen counter, a bench near the door, or mm-hmm. a basket of fresh white towels, yeah. it may not seem like it makes an impact, but it makes a big difference to buyers. Small things like those can really make a bland room feel lived in and welcoming not lived in as oh the kids just came in from muddiness outside and it's all over the carpet but a very like fresh lived in perspective because you don't want your house to feel like starch and like uninviting yeah i think it's a good point anything you can do to create a great impression on those photos i agree Mm -hmm. and that's why you know there's there's other things you could do as a seller but yeah bright light open and inviting mm-hmm. and then little aesthetic features yeah. definitely and if you have animals go ahead and wipe down the switches your baseboards outlet covers door handles things like that you wouldn't you would be very surprised at how dirty baseboards are and mm. when you wipe them it really brightens up the yeah, room again these are small things but people pay attention it's a little touch you can adjust the thermostat for showings to make it warm if it's in the winter vice versa in the summertime with air conditioning just things like that carl they really do go a long way when you're listing your home absolutely absolutely that's 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 all good stuff right there. You had something else in here about just curb appeal, yeah. like boosting curb appeal, because the reality is the pictures are the first impression, right? Mm-hmm. But when the when the actual buyer physically gets to your property for the very first time, there's another first impression opportunity. So if you have the sidewalks kind of uh, pressure washed off, you've got good, you know, the yard looks good, maybe you got a nice edge going on, or there's a fresh coat of mulch, mm-hmm. the landscaping is trimmed. Those also go a long ways towards making a first impression. We have a seller we're getting ready to list their house on, and they recently resealed their driveway. And their driveway just pops right now when you mm-hmm. go out to the property. It's like, wow. And when you say that and the buyer thinks or says that, you're halfway there. Exactly, exactly. That first impression of the exterior of the home is so important. Great. Another small thing, and that's very cost effective, is replacing light bulbs. Mm-hmm. And something that, and, and, and it's actually our sponsor this month, Right Angle Productions, Joey Rouser. He's going to be on one of our future shows very soon, but he told me this the other day. Yeah. From a, you know, cameraman, videographer perspective, all of the same shades of lighting is so important. And I never really thought about that. I mean, right. when you walk into a hospital, it's that fluorescent, like, 
awful bowl you know and and it's not like oh i want to stay here the rest of the day you know but when you have that soft white or soft yellow lighting Mm -hmm. that all is fluent throughout the entire home it really makes a difference and then that relates back to the professional photography because when you're taking photos it's all going to look the same hue and shade that's that's really important yeah it's a great tip well i know it drives me nuts when i have a a separate i've got three bulbs going across my mirror in my bathroom right and they're different and if one's different it drives me nuts oh yeah or if one's out it's like i have to change that. Yeah, the, so, yeah, there you go. So, so yeah, that's a great, that's a great point. And, and these are all really cheap ways to spruce up your home. Yeah, you know, absolutely. you don't have to go all out. We we talked about painting a cans fifty bucks, and then on the wall it's a thousand. Mm, so, mm-hmm. you know, these y- things. You've got a couple other just prep tips there. I know we're mm-hmm. kind of getting close to the end of time on our first half. But was there anything else that you wanted to get share? Because you got lots of good stuff in this. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you we've about. mentioned this before, but you can always look into home staging yes. when you're listing your home. We provide I, those services if you list with us. I think staging is somewhat it's now catching on more and more it's amazing what just if you have a vacant home just adding some space some furnishings just kind of proportionally the eye can see Mm -hmm. how big a space is this sounds counterintuitive but actually furnished homes the rooms actually look bigger than when they're vacant oh absolutely 100 percent. yep and then and then one other just thing i just think to you that's really good is that if you have a pet in your house you got to understand that's your pet. You're used to it. You're used to the smells. You're used to everything and the mm-hmm. and the dog toys or the cat toys or whatever. But if the buyer, especially, is not a pet owner, the they will smell it. They don't think about it. They don't have these lovey-dovey feelings that you do when you see those items. And so, just try to neutralize that as much as possible. And uh, it's great if your pets are just not even in the home at all when any showings occur in, yeah. in an ideal world. Carl's Clips. Carl's Real Estate Tip of the Week. Well, the first half of the year is over. What surprises did the market throw at us so far in 2023? The biggest one probably has been the pinch of available housing supply. The National Association of Realtors predicted that sales volume would be down 7% for the year compared to last year. Nationally, what is closer to reality is an excess of 20% so far. And locally, through June 24th, residential sales in Lynchburg and three touching counties are actually down 21%. Instead of selling almost 300 homes per month like the market did last year, the market's selling 225 per month this year. Prices, however, are actually up year-to-date over 10% through July 24th. The median sales price is $270,000, and this includes townhomes and condos versus just $244,900 last year in the same time period. The scarcity of houses is keeping prices up, and we believe that home prices will be very stable moving into the next 12 months. When we come back, we will explore what to expect once your home is live on the market. Welcome back to The Carl Miller Show. I'm Carl, your host, the principal broker at Carl Miller Realty. And in this studio is Yancey Campbell. She's our co-host, my co-host, and our amazing marketing director at Carl Miller Realty. She is multi-talented and Thanks, keeps Carl. us looking good around here <laughs> and keeps the promotions going. You've been busy with promo this week. I have been so busy. Oh, my word. From open houses to sponsorships, yeah. all those things. But And you know, we you week. even coordinated something fun. We had a little celebration this week. Um, we yes. took the whole team out of the office for a couple of hours yeah. to sort of celebrate a, a, a sales goal that we had. Yeah, we had a sales goal in April for listings, <laughs> and we hit that goal. We actually got one more than 
our cap that we wanted. And so we all went to the Lynchburg escape room and that was super fun. And I would like to just announce that the escape rate for the one we did is 30%. Right. And we got out with four minutes to spare. We did. Using yeah. one clue and one clue only. Yeah, we were allowed to have five clues with the walkie-talkie, and we only used one. So that's pretty good. <laughs> but um, coming up, we we announced last week uh, it's going to be our third birthday this year, which is crazy. Time flies. We are having Promise Ranch out to our office. They're going to bring miniature ponies, rabbits, and <laughs> a bunch of other different farm animals, and it's going to be a blast. We're going to have the Rookies ice cream sandwich truck there with three different types of flavors of ice cream and cookies. I did want to make one. Uh, um, statement regarding the mini ponies because I may or may not have messed up all of the invites that got sent out and said you could ride the mini ponies, but you actually cannot <laughs> ride the mini ponies. So hopefully but, we don't break any children's hearts. Anthony, can, I know you're really bummed about that. I can just tell. Uh, but you can pet them you and take photos, photos with them. Yeah, pet, like mean, it's still, still going to be so much. They're fun. still going to be cute factor. But you cannot get on the ponies. We so. don't want to break any ponies' backs. That's or right. Cause right. any issues. Um, but that's going to be July 28th from 1 to 4 p.m. Right. We're and, hoping for really pretty weather that day. And our office will be open, so come yeah. check it out. We'll have uh, we actually around, have the we actually around. have the before pictures of our office renovations yes. back from 2019 and so we'll be showing those and it'll be a fun day mm-hmm. Yancy we should have several hundred people out yeah. you know it's a come and go event so yes it's floating so come anytime between one and four that day and that's going to be at our office on 7700 Timberlake Road we are it. also sponsoring the Twisted Trail 10k race Carl do you remember what day yeah, that is that is coming it's next Saturday yeah uh, so the first Saturday right after Independence Day it's at eight o'clock it's at the New London Tech Trails and uh, you can go if you just google Twisted Trail 10k uh, New London, you'll you'll get it, but it takes you to the website for runsignup.com. You can just search for it there, the Twisted Trail 10K. We're sponsoring that event, and uh, it will be out there. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, yep. We're going to have a booth again. Yeah, we'll have a booth. We'll I'll give be running that booth, and then okay. we have a free pair of running shoes. I thought you were going to say I was running the race. Oh, no, no, you no. You said, no. I'll be running. I'm not running that race. I'm running the booth. Got so it. that means I'm sitting. Okay, which well, is I'll be, be there, wonderful. and I'll run. I'll run the race. So <laughs> that sounds good. We uh, we did a long race last weekend, and uh, we'll just do another one next weekend. And That's actually, right. there's a yeah, we're not sponsoring it, but there's another race on Independence Day. It's a lot of fun too. All right, Carl knows about all these races. Let's let's just jump right in. So we had a fun story this week. It's time for Carl Miller Realty's story of the week. So, as we said, it's been a busy week promo-wise, and we actually sent out three unusual pop buys this week. So, normally it's a smaller trinket or a fun card we pop in the mail, but this week we wanted to make three families feel extra special. So, one of our current clients that we're dealing with right now, he actually just retired after 30 to 40 plus years of owning his own business, and and that's just quite an accomplishment, and we recognize that at Carl Miller Realty. So, he actually received a hand-delivered edible arrangement that we purchased. Uh, Another client who just welcomed their first baby got a beautiful bouquet of flowers to welcome their baby boy and a couple who just closed on a home received a personalized closing basket from us along with their dog Winston's own closing basket full of treats as well. That was my favorite to put together (laughs) because Winston is adorable and we actually um, designed a little frame with a painting of Winston and so it's just been precious to see all their reactions and just be able to really um, personalize these gifts for people but we understand at Carl Miller that each client we deal with is different and so we have they have different interests so we strive to make each interaction and closing dif- uh, gift as unique as possible. That's fun. It's Good a lot stuff. of fun. Winston's adorable. <laughs> Sounds like that was your favorite one probably. It was. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about in the first segment what to do to prepare for listing your home for right. sellers. So you've prepped your house. Now what? 
It's live on the MLS. Yeah, so the first thing just to do is be prepared for a lot of showings. And we have a sellers uh, that are listing their home right now, and sometimes they're almost blown away by the amount of action. We've been talking about how the market's a tight market, how it's a seller's market, but just be prepared for a lot of showings. Now, it does vary. You might get five in a day. You may get seven a day. And the flip side of that is you might only get one a week. Mm-hmm. So why would there be such a variance? Well, here's the thing. If a house is in Lynchburg or very close, to, to the city and it goes on the market and especially if it's priced say under 300,000 mm-hmm. you would want to plan for probably at least three to five showings every day in the first five days if it's rural or if it's a large house maybe priced over half a million dollars or the market perceives that the property is unique or maybe even overpriced those homes will get less showings a, a prime example is a small house say on a large tract of land in a rural area 40 minutes from Lynchburg you know, you, you'll still get showings, but it may be one or two showings in the first week as opposed to multiple multiples in the first couple of days. We listed a number of houses this week, uh, Yancey, and one of those was a, a $250,000 house in Evington with uh, four bedrooms and two bathrooms. And that that has been a revolving door. Oh, uh, I'm sure. You know, with probably five, six showings every day on yeah. that home. Yep. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Just be prepared for a lot of showings. So along with that comes disruptions. So when a house goes on the market, it can be exciting to see all of the showing requests coming in, yeah. 100%. But it can also be disruptive, as showing requests, especially in the summer, can extend well into the evening hours, because the mm-hmm. sun doesn't set till 9 p.m. now. Yeah, and, and you kind of feel like your life is just being put on hold, or that you have to flex a lot. Especially so, families. Yeah, so there's a couple things you can do as a seller. One is, I mean... I, you want to let your house be shown, but it's also okay to draw some boundaries around it. And mm-hmm. so you can let your agent know, hey, I, I don't want any showings after seven o'clock or no showings. Like if you have a, a baby, for example, in the house, no showings between one and three o'clock during weekdays. So you, you can you can set some parameters, but just just know that when you list your house today, your life likely will get disrupted. That, that's Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, number three is be prepared for questions about your house. Mm. So buyers want to make informed decisions, mm-hmm. rightly so. They like to know the age of components such as the roof, heat pump, and maybe the cost of your utility bills, and why why are there divots in the yard? And sometimes right. these questions that come in can be, you know, headed off by your listing agent gathering info up front, but don't be mm. surprised to get a call from your agent relaying on a question that might seem a little odd from a buyer. You know, your listing agent is going to be there to know the square footage, the room sizes, right. things like that, but you're the one who's lived in the house multiple yeah, years. You're going to know certain yeah, things. Yeah, so sometimes you just get some odd questions. Buyers will ask you and, and you know, just answer them to the best of your ability. But obviously, buyers are wanting to make informed decisions. So. Carl, what have been some of your oddest questions? There's, there's been some interest. I mean, so probably one that comes up that it kind of surprised me, and I get this occasionally. So people, some people ask, "Hey, has anybody ever died in the house?" Oh golly! Yeah, I've had that before. Um, have you had to say yes? That's a great question. Um, not I think that, not that I can remember. If I remember correctly, from the real estate exam, you have to disclose if it was a murder in the home. So that the law varies state to state. Mm-hmm. There are some states where, like for example, if there's if it's known to be haunted, you have to disclose oh, that. Golly, but what? But what, but in Lynchburg, in Virginia, in Virginia, I want to know not. what makes it like what cross checks the box of it's haunted. Cause That's a great question. I we hear some have... crazy noises sometimes. It doesn't mean ah, it's haunted. In your new townhouse. <laughs> in my new house. 
<laughs> no, no, no. The it's doors just are settling. Opening it's by settling. It's no, settling. It's nothing weird. Oh, that's what they told you. No, 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 no. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so yeah, so we get some questions like that, and then um, somebody. But but I'll tell you what. You got to also be prepared that sometimes the questions that come in aren't questions you have to answer. So. For example, if you're asked, you know, what's what are the neighbors like? Well, that's not anything to do with the four corners of the property. And so you're selling the property, you're not selling the neighbor's property. And and you know, my advice was don't answer that question because it's you know that's not what we're selling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if, there, and if and if and sometimes you don't know the answer. Somebody asks how old is the roof, and it was there when you bought it. You don't know, so just you know, just say that, and mm-hmm. the agent then should be able to pass on. Hey, that, truthfully, the roof was there when they were there. We don't know. And a home inspection can typically reveal an approximate age of a roof or things like that. So So if anyone asks, Carl, what are the neighbors like? You obviously don't need to address no, that. And oh as no. realtors, we really can't. Yeah, exactly. And so th- so that kind of brings up the fourth thing, disclosures. What are they? How do they work in Virginia? Mm-hmm. What do I need to disclose? Yeah, what do you need to do? Well, in Virginia, uh, disclosure forms are just super simple. It just simply states that a document that states that whether the seller currently has any pending county or city enforcement actions or violations that they've been cited for. Uh, so like, for example, if the septic system is not in proper, proper working order and the county has stated that, well, then there's a waiver filed. That's a that's a disclosure form that needs to be requested. But honestly, uh, Virginia is very much buyer beware, buyer do your own inspections. It is, absolutely. So a seller doesn't need to disclose if something's broken in the house, just yeah. to be completely... You know, in Virginia, no, the that's seller crazy. doesn't need... Now, now. Brokers and licensees do. So I'm, I'm a seller, Carl. You yeah. come over and you do a CMA and you're going to list my house. Right. I go ahead and tell you, yeah, the roof's been leaking. Now yeah. you know that and right. you have to disclose uh, that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. By law, uh, agents have to disclose material adverse facts actually known by mm-hmm. the agent. Mm-hmm. So a seller, though, does not need to disclose anything. And so that's why you know we talk about home inspections. It's even more important in Virginia. Some states, there's this whole two or three or four page document you know, checkbox, does, does not work. Yes, no, does or does not work. Mm. And not in Virginia. It's, you know, what you see is what you get. Kind of wish we had that. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of, I mean, the, the whole, I think the whole point was that sellers just aren't liable. Like after closing, the, the, the water heater starts to leak or blows up, like there's no liability for the buyer to come back and sue the seller and mm-hmm. say, you know, hey, it's done. So, so just... I kind of just touched on this disclosure piece a little bit just to say that, you know, you'll get questions and, you know, you want to answer them truthfully. But honestly, you don't need to uh, go into detail in Virginia. But because if your agent knows those things, you want to, you know, they have to disclose those things by law. It doesn't mean we're hiding things, not that we're concealing things. We're not committing fraud. The seller is liable, liable if there's fraud. So if, for example, they say, oh, no, the basement has never, ever leaked and it's known to leak every time it rains. You know what? I mean, there's deceit there, Mm -hmm. and there may be some liability after closing. So there are exceptions to this, and I'm not an attorney. Please seek legal advice. But we've seen some cases uh, just locally where uh, the buyer didn't feel like they were being disclosed to properly, and they filed suit, and guess what? They won. So, Mm -hmm. so, you you know, fraud and deceit is certainly not the same as disclosing, for sure. Well, we're running out of time a little bit on this segment, (laughs) but uh, you receive an offer. Now what? Now what? Okay, so lean into your agent. That being said, read the offer terms. You know, there's a standard purchase agreement in the forms, the various localities in Virginia that use, and and they'll just guide you through it. Your agent should be able to guide you through through what each paragraph of the purchase agreement means, Mm -hmm. know what it is, and uh, lean into your offer. And 
being on the buyer's agent side of this, you want to make sure your offer, your your home is exposed on the market enough time to let the market positively react. Absolutely, sure. and also with your agent as you know seller, like negotiating terms that meet yep. your needs is so important. It's so important. So that we think about price, right? But there's so many other terms: closing date, the personal property that the buyers mm-hmm. are asking for, maybe a post possession agreement. Or an early possession agreement sometimes, um, inspection or home to sell contingencies, appraisal contingencies, deposit amount, is it refundable, non refundable, you know, closing costs. All of those things are negotiated, and you want to lean into your agent to make sure that you're getting good information and that you are comfortable with the way these terms go. I almost think we could extend this into another into another segment at some point just yeah. to really go into detail, you know, closing wise. Yeah, so maybe like what happens from contract date to close date. We, we could do that and maybe we could even bring in Erin. She's, you know, our amazing tra- uh, transaction coordinator. She has 5 years of long experience with these types of things. And now the bizarre real estate fact of the week. The largest mall in the United States, the Mall of America, is not American-owned. It's owned by the Triple Five Group, a real estate conglomerate based in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, which also happens to own the retail complex known as the American Dream in New Jersey. This massive massive shopping mecca located in Bloomington, Minnesota, has its own zip code. It's that big. Have you ever been there? I've not. I've been there twice. That's so cool. Yeah. And if you ever go... Go in the summertime and then go to Target Field and watch the Minnesota Twins play. Awesome. It's, it's a it's a great ballpark, if you're into baseball at least. Well, if you have questions you want answered in the air and send your questions to any of our social media platforms, thank you for tuning in to The Carl Miller Show. We are your local, caring, competent, trusted advisors for all things real estate. If you're looking to move this summer or early this fall, don't wait. Contact us today at carlmillerrealty.com. Special thanks to our sponsor this month, Right Angle Productions. For more information, visit rightangleproductions.biz to find out how they can help you promote your business with high-quality video, and they also do weddings as well. Rightangleproductionssocial.biz. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Independence Day holiday, and we will see you again next week.